to Rebooty Call, a podcast about movies we love, movies we hate, and what we do about it should the movie get rebooted. We are the Bus Coasters answering the Rebooty Call. I'm Howie Platts, and after a little short break of a time where we traveled, we got injured, we got sick, and other mayhem occurred, we are back, and I am so happy to be back with my fabulous two co-hosts, Mr. David Erba and Miss Veronica Murph from Earth. Oh my God, you guys, how are you? David um, and Veronica, give us a little spiel about your lives, or or if you don't want to talk about it, I also understand, because it's been quite a time we've had in the <laughs> little bit of time we, we passed recorded, but basically, how are you? Are you okay? Are you doing okay? Are you doing okay? <laughs> so I took a bite of something as soon as you pressed um, record, uh, so... Good timing for me. Um, yeah. Um, uh, thank you, Hallie, for the amazing intro as usual. Um, uh, I broke my leg or I fractured my foot. Um, so just been just spending a lot of time on my bed, which is thoroughly fun. Um, and yeah, audience, we're back. Um, <laughs> I guess that's my intro. Terrible. All right, Veronica, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're worried about Dave. We want to make sure he's put back together and uh, literally in one piece. <laughs> I don't think the spring has been good. The spring has been busy, um, but it's been good busy. But it's really funny because I don't think the three of us have been in the same room since April. Yeah. And wow. it's June 12th, which is wild. But, um, we're, a lot has happened in between. New York was orange. David broke his leg. It's just completely off. It's on the other side of the room. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm dead. But life is good. But yeah, literally, but yeah, we have not been in the same room. So I'm so glad to be back here. And we are diving into the world of comedy with David. And yes. I, what better way to celebrate us coming all back to New York City than talking about a comedy set in New York City. <laughs> Amen. Yes, everybody. We've got the most New Yorkiest of New Yorky movies um, <laughs> that I've seen in a hot while. Uh, besides, ironically, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse or Across the Spider-Verse, the the latest one. Um, the most non-animated film. Yeah. If you're looking for like a film with thrills, this is not the one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally couldn't be a more opposite movie. Um, no, but David, I'm so glad to focus on you because you have been a trooper fighting the broken foot. And we are so glad you're going to be back on your foot soon. No pun intended, but also why not? Um, <laughs> I adore we adore you. And yeah, we're going to be reunited in the same room very soon. But today is David's choice. And we are talking a movie that um, per David's uh, style of choosing movies, uh, I I want I could probably count on one hand how many listeners have seen this movie, which is which also you should see this movie. It's a freaking masterpiece in the words of David Erba. Um, and uh, it's Metropolitan from 1990. It is on Max, previously known as HBO Max and currently known as Just Max. So, David, 
Take it away. You are the host rebrand, for this. Rebrand, rebrand, rebrand. Um, okay, so. Um, <laughs> this episode. Go, David. Go, David. Go, David. Uh, yeah, so um, this movie is called Metropolitan. Um, it is a film that is both, it's just, it's incredible because it's both a satire and, like, a genuine, like, look at the lives of the character the modern day character in the time it came out so it's obviously now not modern but it was then uh, blah blah um but like uh what's interesting about it is they like have the same like like appearance in terms of what they're wearing and the same outlook on life of a time that's not the present and yet it's a film where they're entirely like it's it's timeless in terms of like the way the characters um like the experiences the characters go through and the fact that like there are some that start out as like the most pessimistic and then become the most caring by the end and there's other characters that start out as loving this life and then become the most like wanting to get away from it as they can type of character. So it's really interesting. And like it, you really care about all the characters. And yet at the same time, the ones that are like, really there's what I thought was interesting about it is they both, they both make you, the film both makes you care about the characters while also like having about three characters in it that are totally forgettable. I think on purpose, cause it's kind of like, they are so obsessed with like uh, people like this, this type of society is so obsessed with like being like the, the talk of a town care, like uh, being the most wealthy, being the ones that people like look at when they, when they walk in the door. And yet about two of the, about three of them just blend into the background and you forget they're even characters until all of a sudden they stop caring about the group. And they actually become more like of a like of a person, and you care about them at that point because of these like different lines that they have. They just in the background most of the time, and they'll say like, "Oh man, I gotta go to the bathroom or something," and that'll be his line for like that scene. And then at the end, he has this like thing where you're like, "Oh, now I care about this character," and then which is unbelievable. Um, uh, and. That's about like that was way too long. So I'm turning it back over to Hallie. <laughs> no, that was fantastic. Um, I love this movie. I have never heard of this movie, and it is a fascinating, fascinating. It's it's a true um comedy of manners, as the theater community tends to say, <laughs> which I don't know if you guys are, um, I mean, I know you guys are familiar with the importance of being earnest, but I mean the listenership. I don't know how y'all are familiar, but the importance of being earnest is like an 100-year-old play that still holds up because it's so funny. But it's just, it's these folks that are basically talking out their ass the whole time about how special they think everything is and how what being fancy means and what being important means and <laughs> and it's all bullshit and they're making fun of each other at the same time that they're like 
talking about everything. And this really did remind me of that. But I will say, as someone who is a huge fan of Mr. David Erba's writing and his uh, takes on life and and themes and stuff, I've never seen a movie more Erba-esque, like more in the style of Erba. And I now like feel like I have a whole new understanding of your entire writing <laughs> and your entire like aesthetic for lack of a better word um and I think like high key low key anytime we pitch a project of yours to any producers we're just going to keep talking about this movie um because it's both incredibly intelligent and very like witty but also joking about how bullshit everything is but also you care uh, like you were saying you care about these characters and these characters are so adorable and kind and sweet even though a lot of them are pieces of crap and not to say your characters are pieces of crap necessarily no, but it's no, like I totally agree no no but just in that they're obnoxious i guess is what i'm yeah, saying yeah in in the best way ever um yeah, I loved this movie. I could watch this. I could put this on with a cup of soup on a rainy day and just va- just veg <laughs> out and feel like maybe I could go on the Upper East Side sometimes. Um, JK, it's it, this is like a world that doesn't exist anymore, right? Like, they don't do debut No, they stuff. don't. And they don't even exist by the end of the movie. Like, that's the whole thing. With, I think That's the whole point of the movie, I think. They don't even this world doesn't even exist by the end of the film. Like it's already basically ending. <laughs> right. Yeah, I love that. They do talk a lot about how like, it's kind of fading. They're like, why are we putting such importance on this? And then they have the, what's their phrase they have. It's like, uh, like, uh, or whatever. Like they have an acronym that they made up that essentially is like, oh, yeah, the, 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 what, uh, up, the, up, the, uh, up, like it's a UHP. Up. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> So, upper like, class, uh, something. Uh, um, what, what's the? It's like in the. What, what's that film that you love, uh, Hallie? Where it's like a uh, 30, 30, 90. Oh, oh, uh, tick, tick, boom. How tick, tick, like, boom. Like what? Like what? What is it? That, what is that? Like there's like that song where we're all like banging on things as they go around. Like the oh, Bohemian, like, Bo Ho. Isn't Bohemian the last one? Oh no, it's not Bohemian. It's something Bohemian. else with a B. Yeah, yeah, it's that I, vibe though, where they're all are like. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what's, but yeah, it's the UHB. Sorry, Veronica. I was trying. It to, also <laughs> reminds me of uh, in Succession. We hear for you. We yeah. <laughs> we H E A R for you. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so good. But it's so good. No, but we can't. But, but we can't say that though. We have to say we, we, we can't. We, we, we hear for that. you because yeah. We, well, what about like we hear for you? What, what about that? It that, makes sense, but it also <laughs> doesn't mean anything. It's but so in dumb. a way that it could mean anything. <laughs> I love it. I just love they try to be so relevant, and they no. sit around. Like it's, it is really good. Just really good shots in the sense that nothing is happening in frame. Nothing. There's no action. Nothing. It's just conversation, but like they don't make it dynamic. And I love that they are like trying to make themselves relevant and trying to make themselves very sound, very upper upper crust, upper class. They're like, you know, all this stuff. But then they're explaining terms to people who are like, one, that sounds like just a noise you're making. And two, (laughs) Yes. so irrelevant and it's also it's like literally 
ick. Like, it's not ick, but, like, it just sounds bad. You're like, why would you refer to yourself Intentionally uh, cringe. Uh, hey, uh, stop it, okay. Intentionally cringe. Ick. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to do ick. I was Nailed trying it. to do ick. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging a miss. <laughs> I liked my, it. My favorite shots is like um when Nick is leaving to go upstate New York or like Connecticut. He's like, he can't believe he has to leave high society, which is really funny because they do say that on like a lot of New York shows like or movies will say that and they're like once you leave the New York area, they're like, Can you believe like we have to leave? And it's like a punishment to go outside. Yeah awesome <laughs> i know but just that entire character is amazing i just i just can't get enough of this <laughs> uh, he like goes to leave and they're like well we should leave with him they're like what like we should go say goodbye he's like why we can say goodbye here right here they're like come on he's our friend we should go send him off and they're like get bothered that they have to leave yeah and they go to grand central and they wave to him multiple times and the guy keeps going and it keeps turning back around and he thinks each time, like, the goodbye is going to get bigger. Yeah, but just, and there's, gonna, there's actually less, like, there's not even, like, uh, like you can't see it, but it feels like they're not even waving by the end of the one that he does. Like, yeah. it just feels that way. Because uh, like, there's no sound whatsoever. Yeah. One of my favorite... Oh, go ahead. Oh No, because I don't think he comes back, really, after that. No, they okay, missed- so this is, this is something that I... So I, I've only, I only saw this film twice um because i saw it once and i was like this is incredible and then this, this is the second time i've ever impression. seen it you've um, only seen it twice yeah, that, twice. yeah so this is the this is the blows thing. my mind so <laughs> like I, first of all hallie thank you so much for comparing this film to my writing that's such a huge compliment but like the thing is the movie that got me into this director was actually a movie that we were gonna do um but it's not streaming anywhere. We so will we do to, it, though. We had to do well, Metropolitan, which is a close second. It, it's a better film. But Damsels in Distress is a film that he did about 20 years later. Um, and mm-hmm. it's like that film was the first film I saw of his. And that was the one where I was like, this is this is exactly what I do. I, like This is what I like love to write and so like it was so because that film basically takes the same type of uh idea of looking but it's about college life and it stars greta gerwig and it's like the most pretentious college types ever are all in this it's so well at the same time there's like one new character who's like isn't this just college? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, like it's just, it's inc- like, it's incredible. Like there's just what it's like the Tom character in this. There's just one character who's like, what is this? Where am I right now? But like the, the thing with this, uh, so I don't, so I saw this movie. So I saw that movie about like two and a half years ago or something. And then I saw this movie when I started like rewatch, like, cause he, this film was the first film in the trilogy of films that aren't actually a trilogy. They're just, but they take, uh, they have the same type of feel to them. Love and, that like, shit. Each one is about a different decade. So this one was about the nineties. Then, uh, I think it goes, um, now it's been like a year since I saw them, but I think it goes 90, 70s 80s um because the lot of the last one's called the last days of disco and i think it's like mm. in like the 80s 
Um, and then the seventies one is Barcelona, but it's like these like three films that they get the same, t- the guy that played Nick and the guy that plays Charlie in this, I, or no, the guy that plays Nick is definitely in all of them. I think the guy that plays Charlie is in all of them. He might not be in Barcelona if I remember correctly, but, um, they, each one of them has like a character randomly appeared like in their, like, uh, as well. Like they tell like this, the journey of like that character that you saw in an earlier movie, but you don't even realize it because they don't address it at all. Like he just like, he's just like, this is just a character in this world and they're in the world. It's like this universe that's so like, but it's like due to like one or two characters just randomly popping up. It's so, so these movies are all just so good. Um, I'd recommend any of those as well. Damsel in Distress. And, it, and 2016 is probably his most famous film. It's called Love and Friendship. It was with like, um, uh, it was a remake of a novella. It was a film version of a novella by uh, Jane Austen. Um, yeah. And it stars Kate Beckinsale. Um, I know this movie. I've yeah, never so seen this it. Movie but I know was it. Actually, this movie was actually kind of popular when it came out. It's a prime video. Uh, it's a Amazon Prime original film, uh, I think. Um, and so it's, but yeah, so that one was like the one where he was like, okay, you know what? I've done literally every like possible uh, between the world of disco, between the world of high society, between the world of college, like between the world of being in another country when you have no idea what you're doing. I now have done every single conceivable thing that's not a Jane Austen novel. Why don't I just do a Jane Austen novel now? He basically wrote three Jane Austen movies in modern day and then said four. Yeah. And then said, Oh, I should probably actually do a Jane Austen. Exactly. I I guess I'll just do a Jane Austen one now. But that's the thing. Like in that one also feels that one feels very modern. It's kind of like watching like uh, a, like a uh, film, a Bob Lerman film. Like it takes like I love it. Uh, twerks of I mean, quirks of today and like applies them to them. Um, I love that uh, and That's like the so aesthetic good. of today. But my I I don't know what I was talking about because my original point with this is like so. At some point, I think it was you, Baraka, brought up the um, the. Uh, yeah, Veronica, you brought Nick's moment, last moment. And what I think is fascinating about this film is there's two characters, or three characters, no. I'm going to say there's four characters who have a legitimately incredible story arc. Um, and one of them feels like the one that you're not going to care about at all at the beginning of the film. And that's Tom. So Tom is the most boring, uninteresting lane character I've ever seen. Um, and then all of a sudden, and, and his, like his entire thing is just like, no, I don't know why I'm here. Why am I here right now? I this love is him. What are you talking no, about? No, I love this character. This character by the end of the thing is actually, well, Nick's my favorite, but he's a close second. But th- what I think is incredible about this character is that he then becomes the one that cares so deeply about this group. And he's the one that's trying so hard to make everything right with these characters who are obviously very flawed and have no idea how to run their life personally. And he is just there. He's just there helping all of them constantly. 
by the end of this thing. And at the beginning, it's like he doesn't even want to be there. He doesn't care about this group at all. And yet the one character that feels like the guy that um, like nobody uh, is going to like, like he's like the one that's very, it feels like full of himself. He's the one that ingratiates Tom into this group and makes sure that like people like give him a chance. And that's Nick. Nick is there for Tom and he's like, no, this guy's cool. You guys don't get him. You're going to love him by the end of this thing. And he's right. Like, like he's the one that like, like gives him a shot. And then the Audrey character like falls for him. um, And it's just like, and even by the end, Charlie, who's the one who's the, the most against him being in the group even grows to like him uh and that's the thing so like what i think is fascinating about this is that the nick character is the one that like it even though he seems like the biggest jerk he's actually the one that's there to help more than anybody aside from tom by the end and it's because like he's like just constantly uh like making sure that everybody like if it if it weren't for him pointing out that Rick von Schlonecker character is a jerk, I don't think Tom and Charlie would have ever gone to help. And that's the thing. It's because Nick cares. And even though none of the rest of them want to accept it, he's actually the one that's along with Tom and Charlie, the most emotionally like uh, evolved, like in a lot of ways of the characters. It's just yeah. he's also the funniest character. And so, like, he's just also the one that, like, he has this line, like, he has so many lines in there that are incredible. Like, the uh, he has, like, this big speech he gives to Tom, and then at the end of it, he's, like, when he's explaining, like, hi- like the whole situation at the beginning, he's like, I'm not entirely joking. And, like, that's the whole thing with the character. It's this long speech that feels so ridiculous, and at the end, he's he says, not entirely joking, because he both is and he both is making fun of this the entire time while also being very emotionally invested in it and then at the end the scene that uh spoilers 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 the moment that veronica was bringing up is actually the moment where like so that character leaves and he could be gone from their lives forever. I, when I first saw this film, thought he was. I didn't think that this group was ever going to see Nick again. But Mm -hmm. after seeing it a second time, I actually think it's, like, very poignant because, like, it's like, this is literally just a moment in their lives. And he's going to come back, like, literally, like, a month later from now. A thousand percent. And him and Tom and Audrey and uh charlie are all just going to be back to being the actual group everybody else by the end of the film i don't think is going to talk to each other ever again i really don't i, I don't i don't i think that they're i mean like not ever again but this they're not going to be in, this group anymore they're in high school correct no they're in they're they're like 23 or so i thought they were in college yeah no they, they, they basically just graduated college um okay this film to me is what we did 
Um, we 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 did. It's what uh, Saint Elmo's fire wants to be. Yes, a thousand exactly. percent. So that's that's. They all got back into Saint Elmo's fire. Um, I did think of it a lot. It was the first one. It, it, I didn't it, realize it that until watching this the second time. But I was like, wait a minute, this is just the same type of. Because at the end, there's like two characters in that that you're like, okay, these two are going to still be friends. Nobody else is going to see each other again. It's like the same type of thing as like they'll see each other. But it'll be like once every month or something. And they'll that's why I feel brunch. like this movie. Yeah. And that's why I feel like this movie have, is as well. Like you're right. It's such a moment in their lives. I just love the like they just think they are so wonderful. Everything they, they have to say is like really precious and like groundbreaking. I actually did yeah. by the end did did like Tom. But I, I think, like, in the beginning, I was like, I couldn't stand him. Yes, exactly. Him, yeah, my point. Him just philosophizing everything and being like, he's like, like, he thinks that he knows every single current event. And then by the end of it, it's like, well, I'm just, and they're like, they're like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I don't really, you know, do any of that. Like, it just like, he's, he's all talk and was like, no action. So by the time, spoilers, spoilers, when he actually takes action, he doesn't know how to do that at all. And he's yeah. like dumbfounded by so much. It's re- it's actually kind of funny, but I also I have to say one of my favorite lines from him is when he's talking to, um, uh, who is he talking to? He's talking to, uh, I have my little cheat sheet right here as well. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> our main guy, our main, main, main guy. Nick. Oh, wait. Oh, I think she, I think, uh, uh, Veronica, I think you're huh. talking about Charlie, because the main guy's Tom. Oh, gone. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Char- Charlie's the worst. Yeah, uh, until when the Charlie- end. Yeah. Sorry. So let me. Whoop. Whoop. Um, whoop. They're all the same. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very interchangeable. When Char, sorry, when Charlie is philosophizing everything, and Charlie's yeah, like, oh, it's exhausting. Great. Yeah ridiculous and you're like you could tell everyone in the room is like so like they literally have nothing else to talk about that they are just listening to him and yeah i love that when he talks to when charlie talks to tom and he's talking about he's like oh yeah like you know i he's i forget exactly i was talking to you guys about this and i was like the how he's like oh you know she had a really hard time when her dad passed away and like you know like blah blah blah, blah. and tom go and like they're like yeah like it affected really, you know, the, the, how she relates to the world. And it's like, it's so, it's too much. It's like, you're not describing, you know, we're not breaking down. <laughs> like, the, like Jane Austen's actual movie. We're literally talking about a person right here. And so when Charlie's like, he says that, and then Tom goes, oh, I'm sorry. That must've been really hard for her. And Charlie turns back, like looks at him like this. Oh, it was really hard for him too. Yeah, fucking iconic. <laughs> like the death of himself was difficult for That's the father. So dumb. I love it. Yeah. No, it's a great line. It's, it's so it's funny. It was line. really hard for him too. <laughs> really hard for him too. It's like almost like how could you be so inconsiderate and not think of him? Like, do you hear yourself? It's great. I was like instantly it's like incredible. Can I say uh, my favorite line? I, I thought of what the other war. war it, it's bourgeoisie. I don't remember what bourgeoisie. The I don't remember uh, what the H is. Um, is it like yeah, hoi ploy? It's, it's something it like something stupid. It's something, something really like, dumb. Yeah. Um, so my favorite line is uh I love wearing I love when people wear coats in the winter in New York. It reminds me of War and Peace by Tolstoy. 
It's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> so ridiculous. I love Tia. Yeah, you're like, that's you're like, amazing. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh what? My God. I also <laughs> love winter in New York when people wear coats because it's just easy to, I don't know. I like wearing coats in general. And so that was such a funny observation to me because I'm like, I also love that. But also it reminds me of War and Peace, which fuck anybody who's read that entire book. That is the longest, most boring ass book. Long book. <laughs> you only read it to say you've read it. And I'm like, I was dying though. Even though it was our girl, Audrey, and we do love Audrey. It, it was so funny. Um, I mean, there's also another line in it where it's like, uh, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to read a novel to talk about it, which feels like this entire movie. It's just these people that have no idea what they're actually talking about, but they think because they're saying words, it's meaningful. Like it's just, it's incredible. (laughs) I have an opinion about it. I haven't read it, but I don't need to. Yes, exactly. it's too Literally, funny. Like when you would go when you would go to class and you didn't do a reading and you could tell someone didn't do it and you're like it it relates to current events because and then yeah. you're like oh everything you're about to say is just not it's, it's not relevant you just have to get some sort of participation. But, okay, so, can I so I think that this is going to put me in trouble. But so I remember like there is like I I was in I went to when I went to college I majored in film. And I did not care about some of the movies we watched at all. Like I didn't like them and I thought I like, they were really boring. So, so like, but I knew that the teach like, it was like on like a sub, like a, it was, so it was a, it was a Hitchcock class and there'd be like, I love Hitchcock films so much. Like I think he's the greatest director ever, but I will say I can, I can you see how you could argue. audience can only hear me. They can't see my reactions. I'm very curious what David's about to say. To okay. So you're about to get but, in trouble with Veronica. So, no. So this is the Ooh. thing. So, so there, I almost your entire filmography. I love, but there's a film called the 39 steps, which I am so bored with. I don't care about <laughs> at all. And the thing with this film is, I knew that the teacher really liked the movie a lot. And so I would just think of all of the ways that the teacher could comment well on this film. And I just put them in. I was like, yeah. So I thought the, um, the interesting thing about this film is it both juxtaposed modern day uh, storytelling while also looking back on times when there was nothing to say, but yet, they still spoke. And I looked back and I thought to myself, what if this film is actually a commentary on the outlook of the modern day man? And yet it's outlooking like an inward spiral. Of I would kill you. If I was sitting and so, in the like, class, I would like, actually kill you. was something that stupid. And then I was I like, say, what did you, what did you snack on before class? Cause like, are you kidding me? What are you saying? <laughs> I mean, exactly. look, hey, I got nailed that. This is my point. Like, it's like this thing where, like, you could just say <laughs> this film is like, you could just I mean, say look. words, and then people will start to believe you because you're saying them. Like, it's so stupid. And it's just hey, like. Not me in contemporary play class in college being like, <laughs> what reading, like, some family dynamic play and being like, yeah, it's really about the. Uh, decimation of yes. america 
and oh how we're really we're, we can't communicate and just hating my life because like oh my god <laughs> i i just oh and also me not reading hamlet being like yeah it's about existentialism and the overthrowing of hierarchy and um anarchy and that also you, sorry yeah i never read hamlet you never read hamlet Okay. No, I, sh- I schmooped the hell out of that. Are you kidding me? I, I had to read. So- I was off. getting three degrees, and I had to read so much shit, and I, I was tired. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I read every single book and play ever in college. I, I don't know what you're talking about. So I can't really. David, is, I can't tell if you think I'm serious or not. <laughs> No, I do. I, I know you're amazing. serious. That's so hard. No, I, I, know, I know you're you serious. That's, just, that's so much work. You would be the one being like, Hallie, you didn't read it. And I'd be like, you know what? No, no, no I didn't. I, there's not enough. No, there was, there's no, I, I'm not. <laughs> no, there's time. There are times you may not get to everything, but Hamlet is something, if you, Hallie, you work in the arts, you have to, Hamlet's one of those you gotta read. You gotta sit down, you gotta read it. Watch okay, the now Hawk that I have time, instead. I'll it's, do it's it. It's a lot better. <laughs> the Ethan Hawke film, David Irma. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's oh, funny. That one word is so dumb. Oh, wait, you're that's talking about weird. the Northman? The Northman, David? Is that what no, you're talking there, about? No, there's, there's the film, there's his adaptation, there's the film that stars Ethan Hawke. Uh, that's a modern day adaptation of Hamlet. Are you talking that's about the, the one where he has the to be or not to be uh, speech in the action section of a blockbuster? Because yeah. you could you can see yourself literally, now. Yeah, literally the best one. <laughs> I idea. didn't it's, know this it's existed. Awful. It's unwatchable. It's so bad. Unwatchable. Um, I, I'll read Hamlet. I'll read Hamlet. I'll read, I'll read. No, don't don't read Hamlet. Just watch just watch the Ethan Hawke Hamlet. It's it's you it's a lot better. It. <laughs> You might have okay. to do a subsection of this and just do Shakespeare adaptations and just yeah. talk about if they nailed it or not. Because that so, one... Actually, I did have... I One of the movies that I was going to like, because I think it could be good if it was done again. I, it, it's another one that I think we can do. It's called Get Over It. Um, and it stars Fong Song himself, Fong uh, Song himself, singer slash rapper Cisco. Um, it is... What? <laughs> and it's a modern day retelling of A Midsummer's Night's Dream, and it is incredible. I gotta see I this. Did. Okay. Timothy Allenfan for some reason is in it. Mila Kunis for some reason is in it. Jesus uh, Christ. Your girl, your girl, the star of Kirsten the Power of the Dog is in it. Kirsten Dunst is in it. The star um, of The Power of the Dog. She is Mary Jane from Spider-Man to me. Um, oh no! I, that, that's I just thought you loved that movie so much. No, 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 no! Movie. I do, I do love that movie too much. It's true. Um, you calling okay. me out? Okay, guys, we got to so, do the so cast is, list. Yeah, so so that's the thing. So um, my my really quick point with this. Also, um, everything I said about the Hitchcock thing also can be completely like ignored and everything because what I've said this entire time has been incredibly pretentious too. So it doesn't even matter guys. This is all not nah, David. Uh, you're good. At least so you like, know it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you're self-aware. Like, you're too self-aware. Uh, the thing with it is like, there's uh, so those are those two characters and the, the, and the Nick and Tom character. And then the other two that really evolved by the end are, are Charlie who, 
for every reason that Veronica just said, he starts out as the most annoying character who just constantly talks. And he, he like he literally has to stop his speech like half the time because he said so much and like super speed. Um, and like he like just can't stand Tom because he's interested in Audrey and Audrey's in love with Tom and Tom is not interested in him. It's like a skins episode. Um, also, if you watch <laughs> skins, skins, wow, what a depressing show. Um, but like, so like, um, but by the end of it, he actually, I think by the end of this film, they're like two years from now, these two are going to be, I like two months from now, these two are literally going to be best friends. Tom and uh, Char- Charlie by the end, are like inseparable in this thing. Um, and it's so interesting because they're the two that start out as like the most opposite of each other and the most annoying for different reasons. And then by the end, they're actually, they both go through this huge emotional thing and they're actually the two, like two of the ones you care about the most. Um, and Charlie oh, yeah. is like the one that's like, t- when, when everybody else is ignoring, like uh, Tom's like, uh, no, we should listen to Nick more and we should care about Audrey more. Everybody else is like, no, it's just another thing. Like, I don't know why <laughs> you're doing this. He's the one that's there and he's like, no, you're right. Uh, Tom, I don't know why you're right, but I just know you're right. I'm going to come with you now. Um, and so they go on the journey to help Audrey. Um, and yeah. spoiler again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, you realize best, that. Best. Nick is actually right the entire time. Rick von Schlonecker is the most unlikable character. He is such a piece of trash and a disaster piece of a person. Um, And then so like, uh, and then the last one is Audrey, who spends the like entire time pining after Tom. And every time somebody talks bad about Tom because they don't know him yet, he's like, no, you just don't know him. He's actually really like Love Audrey. and then by oh, the end, she I like can't. actually. <laughs> I don't like. Well, okay, can, I, don't like can I try to convince you that she's actually a good character? Yes. Oh, okay. him? I mean, no, yeah. No, she. No, she. Uh, Audrey. Because sure. this is the thing. <laughs> okay, so for for the listeners, Veronica made the greatest not- face of all time that I've never made, seen her make ever, and it's incredible. She didn't even make this face when I was talking all of that trash about. What's five as a modern, uh, as a classic and very nice stuff. She was well, didn't even make that face at this time. Shit, but that's just so this me. Is, this is the thing. I'm but, behind a cute little bob, and that's about it. So I respect <laughs> David. But, <laughs> I love it. but whatever. Thing, like Bye. this character starts out as just this really like wa- like character that's just like yeah, you know, I just don't have very many life experiences and like life is like an experience. And so I should have life, but I have life, but I don't have experiences. But And she just judges like this, like she just talks like that constantly. It's like, um, and then like, she's the one that like, is just uh, like, but I don't know. Like, I don't really want to go because Tom is not going to be there. And I want to see Tom and you, you oh, know, Tom, girl, he's been hanging you. out with us. Um, <laughs> but then the thing is by the end of it, she's actually the one that like the whole thing with her character. She's like, um, this, uh, she is probably the most Jane Austen S character thousand percent. in this thing. And yeah. by the end of it, she actually like, I think grows as a person. And like, she, um, like, Oh, 
Okay, so I I had oh yeah, um, because she is. I'm just reading my notes really quickly to see what I said here. Because um, yeah, so like she's the one that just constantly like at the same time also says things like, "What are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. You're being dumb." Like she just says stuff like that, and then like uh, it comes to these like ridiculous uh. Uh, like, cho- like uh, choices or words said by the other characters, and then by the end of it, she actually is the one that like has the most like um, she's the the most human, I think, of of the characters in terms of like somebody that actually cares about like um, throughout. Like the other characters all grow to care, but she's like the one that or they're shown to care, but she's the one that like secretly. And then eventually it becomes more obvious. She's the one that just emotionally is the most out there. And at the end, yeah. she finally gets what she wants. And so that's the thing. Like, I think like she spends the entire time like having like a childlike wonder about the Tom character. And then when the Tom and it's when Tom is a jerk. Like Tom is a jerk at the beginning of this thing. Or he's like he's annoying. He's 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 like a bunch of different things. And then by the end of it, when he's actually really likable, she has matured to the point now where she's actually like uh, ready to accept him for being a good guy now, but Mm -hmm. knowing that he's not like perfect. He's just a person like she's just a person. So she had to go through these different things that she thinks is like a waste of time. But it's like, why haven't I had like a date? Why haven't I done this? Why haven't, but it's all part of like her journey. And so by the end, she's actually ready to accept like their love and she's ready to make like the sacrifices that it takes to be there without with knowing that it's not all going to be perfect. Like it's not, she, I think she spends most of this movie thinking that if she gets Tom to like her, then her entire life is going to, well, fall into place but at the end when he actually when they actually finally feel the same way about each other she has grown to the point where she knows that's not everything it's just what she wants and like what's going differently actually i i kind of saw it differently where i think they're both just kind of the same person in terms of like they're like this is all bullshit and like i don't even want to be here oh, i don't right. like this I don't like I want to adventure out and that's why they're drawn to each other and like that kind of like it was very Jane Austen very like uh again importance of being earnest like she reminds me a lot of Cecily Cecily uh from uh uh, I forgot her last name I almost want to say Cecily Strong but it's not um yeah Cecily Strong she was a character in Um, Cecily Strong yeah Uh, but uh, (laughs) Cecily uh, but um, just how she's like I want to I want to see the world I want to go out there I don't want to just be here looking for men Um, also side note I've dated so many Charlies fuck all of y'all I'm just kidding but um, also I've dated so many Charlies god damn it's so annoying Um, but um (laughs) That's okay. Okay. No, okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm driving this car off a saying, cliff. Like, I think she's both like, no. I, I agree with all your points, Hallie, on Audrey. But that's the thing. Like, I think yeah. that both of I liked her. That, that's, Veronica. that's all what makes okay. her like an interesting character. But at the same time, Veronica, I could also see why you think she's incredibly annoying. I can see why everybody oh, thinks I'm Charlie saying, is I'm incredibly not annoying. The way what you guys, I was, the way you both are talking about her, I, I do see. That, I guess I just, I got bothered because she was just like, um, I think, yeah, she had to grow 
towards the end, I liked her a little bit better, but I was also like, I don't know. You gotta like, like, okay. Tom is clearly hung up on a different person and she kept, they kept hinting. I really thought she was going to like spoiler, but because of all the stories that Nick made up of like the girl and he hates the other guy and he's like, no, she, he like ruined other girls and he drives them crazy and like all this stuff. And it's like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, Oh, if she does that and she's just going to get like more susceptible into that. I just think it just like was really we- like archaic that like, she was just like, Oh, I mean, this boy doesn't like me. Therefore my life is like over. Yeah. I'm like, girl, it's okay. And I, but here's the thing. I get it. And then it's a perfect for that. You, when you're that age, everything is like the worst and you're like, mm-hmm. okay. But I just felt like she was just like, um, I don't know. I mean, she took some action by the end, but like her only a- action was that she was just like, Oh, I went to this beach house and uh, I knew it was bad. In the Hamptons. <laughs> but, 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 but she wanted to get a tan, though. She didn't go for her rick. She yeah. wanted to get a tan. Remember, that's like the last line that she had in the thing. Um, in, dis- in January. In yeah. the Hamptons. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Hamptons, it makes so much sense. But that's the thing. Like, it's, 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 it's kind of like, she's like, that's kind of like her character to me. It's like kind of like this person that like, once, like, she was, she was dramatic without... She was like, oh, like, what was me? Like, so much is happening to me. Like, I can't believe, like, Tom left me here. Or, like, everyone does. She's just, I don't know. I was kind of like, she just kind of was a little a little bit just like, oh, no, everything's just happening to me. To, to be honest, I didn't take any of these characters seriously. I thought they were all jokes. Like, it was like watching yeah. a really long, Absolutely. drawn out, like, sketch slash comedy in a good way. Like, in a way that I, like... It's really kind of incredible. That's why I think David's writing is so amazing. It's like, I care about these characters because they have like pathos moments, but at the same time, they're all like, and I mean, this is a good, I mean this in a good way. Like they're all jokes. They're just really like, they're all like a joke. And I like, and I don't mean that in like the, the saying like that, what a joke. Like, I mean, it is like, they're all like set up punchline nail it jokes like and i i love that like i don't i i think it's really unique like to see characters be literally gags like it honestly reminded me of a wet of at a movie we always talk about and, and that i always talk about when talking about david because i think this movie's amazing wet hot american summer where it's like every character is a trope and a joke but they're also really awesome <laughs> to yeah. watch. I don't, I don't doubt that like they it is a giant joke and I am like I'm in on the joke it was just like I was just laughing where I'm like like kept acting like she was so sweet and innocent I'm like girl you know what you had to go back to like I think because remind me she was there she went to France to go back to school uh, yeah, but she's gonna come back to oh, yeah, France she's, yeah she, she's gonna come back here because because uh, her and Tom need to end up so she's gonna come back and then Tom is gonna visit her there um no like like, like there's like that speech she says at the end where she's like yeah, you know, um, I, I'm going to go back there, but I'll be back here next semester. And Tom's like, you know, I haven't visited there. I haven't been there before. I think I'll go visit there. And then, then like, I know, love it. Like, it's weird that oh, she's probably going to come back here, and then they'll probably just travel the world like yeah. together at different points and stuff. Like they're 
And that's the thing, like with what you're saying, like Hallie, like I think like she's realized that like Tom is in everything, but like she's like wants something that uh is there, like uh like she still wants to be with him and stuff. But like yeah, yeah Baraka, I totally very, I totally yeah. agree with everything you said. Oh, but that's why I think saying she she's the joke and I get it, but I just I do love the miscommunication with them, like just what you were just saying, David, like Oh, I'm. I'll come back, and he's like, "Oh, I was actually gonna go there," and it's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. you two would, that, you two would miss each other on international flights." Like, yes, they would. Flight. They would do that, and that's they would the totally sets that. that up. That's what I can totally see why you think she's annoying, Veronica, because like the thing with her is like she never actually says what she means at any point in the film. Yeah, like there's that's like true. the point where there's the point where she's like, like, like Tom's like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm f- no, it's fine. You didn't show up. It's fine. I'm just going to go now. Like she has right. like that moment. And then yeah. there's the thing that you pointed out so perfectly, Veronica, where it's like, wait, she's like, she, she's, she's getting a tan in January. Are you kidding me? So it's clear that that's not what she actually is there for. She's no, clearly she just there. So that, she, she went to get down. I don't think she did because she was in her clothes. Down. She was in her clothes. The like she was like very like. Well, yeah, she didn't like, take them off yet, David. She was no, no, just. No, she no, was yeah. just. Holly, thinking, oh and then she was gonna take them off after they showed up, but they showed up. <laughs> No, but so the thing is, I think that she was there because, like, she knew Tom would eventually, like, because he's he's secretly he, he secretly feels the same way. He hasn't admitted it yet, but he's secretly that may be true. I know that Love he's it. secretly Love in it. love with me, and so I'm gonna just I'm just gonna be waiting here because eventually he's gonna show up, and then and then he shows up. I know. And so she I was like, probably saying the wrong message. Also, Charlie <laughs> likes her. Charlie likes her, and I like that. Oh, she doesn't like care at all about Charlie. Get get Charlie yeah. out of here. She's not. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Like they each had. You're right. They each had to grow. Where he was so pretentious and had like no concept of. He had his head up like his own ass. I had no concept right. of reality. Then he starts to meet other people who are way older, and they're like, "Don't you? You know, how did you survive in the working world?" He's like, "Cause you, cause you have to work." Like I just like in that conversation. <laughs> There's nothing groundbreaking about that conversation. They were just like, they're like, "How do you do it?" And like you, uh, your title of this and your title of that. He goes titles don't doesn't matter and like just you have to to, just have to work this is just he's like this isn't high society anymore this is just called like get your shit done and they were like wow they're like oh my god we've been all wrong and i love that they cannot figure out how to get a car to drive out there i was literally about to say the same thing and and there's like this blame deflecting thing that they keep doing and yet neither of them actually do anything like that's what's amazing about all these characters they're all like just they all just blame deflect and we're like why aren't you doing anything while not doing even themselves as well like that's what's incredible about so that moment we're like they're both like wait you don't have a license no i live in new york why don't you have a license? I'm going to get one. I just don't want to have one yet. And they're the same age. And so it's just incredible. They just keep like bouncing. So there's this entire thing that goes on forever. Where, there was where a Veronica was talking about where we're trying oh, to get nice. a car, but they literally can't because Niram has a Someone <laughs> just made a joke. These different places if they know they don't have a license. Like, I don't even understand. There was a joke like, about that in something I just watched where it's like, I don't have a license. Well, neither do I because I live in New York. Oh, it might have been Spider-Verse. <laughs> I think it was Spider-Verse. They literally made a car joke about that. It was That's so, so good. Funny. It was good. Yeah, they're like, no, I don't have a license. I also love that. And then he's like, they're sitting in there. Like, they're so defeated. They go to have, like, lunch. And I'm like, God, this, this is the longest trip. They're like, they're like, 
what could be happening there. And they're like, guys, you live in New York and the Hansons are just in Long Island. Just get on a train and get at least halfway out there. That's all you have to start doing. And they just can't, they're so like funny, dumb in the sense that just like buffoonery, like just yes. yeah. like how much, how much cash you got on you? A lot, a lot. And then like hop in the car, <laughs> two hour drive. And they're like, we have, I'm like, guys, this is like, this is a good, like four hours since they started this conversation and they actually arrived. And then they're like, yeah. I love that the cab driver is like, what is this? And Nick's like, I thought it was understood that you would be here. And he's not intimidated. Oh, Charlie, yeah. He just is like, he gets, basically gets told off and he's like, Oh, like he has no concept of reality. And it, it does. It is kind of funny. They do grow up you know, coming of age, I guess. It's like, yeah, like it's, it's really <laughs> cute. The sense that they do all grow up and everything. And like, it, so they're not bad. It's just like, I guess I was just like, I don't really dislike for our listeners. I don't really dislike Aubrey. I just feel though that I'm just like, girl, go back to, go back to Europe, go study, go get a job. You're, you'll be fine. (laughs) Do not need to worry about what Tom thinks of you or that he's he's hung up with some other girl. He wrote letters to who read his love letters out loud Talked and laughed yeah, at them. Yeah, she's horrible. And then threw them out. So yeah, that was shitty. What That's are pretty we- shitty. But guys, I realized this. Um, I think this movie also is Nick and Nora's infant playlist before oh, Nick and Nora's infant playlist because of the fact that the character of Audrey, before she even has met Tom, before he even knows who she is, has already met Tom because she. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. All of the letters that Serena, which is Tom's ex, like, um, was, like, uh, just handing to people, she actually took them and because she was so in love with, like, them, like, in the way they're written and everything. And she was just like, I want to meet somebody like this, like, in her head. Like, she was... Um, and then... Such a, so this, this was when she, they were actually... Before they've ever met, she's already in love with Tom. And then she meets Tom and she's in love with Tom. And it's just like Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist because the exact same thing happens in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Did this movie inspire Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? I don't know, but it's the same love story, which is fascinating to me. And they both end up together at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I do think you are responding. You're totally right. Um, And she is very much like, very like a Jane Austen character, but like Hallie, you hit the nail on the head before. She is Cecily, where she's like, Oh, I've been in love with, I've always wanted to meet a, a Tom, I've always wanted to meet an Ernest, I've always wanted to marry an Ernest. Yes, like, you're definitely, you're right, it's a hundred percent that. So it's not, I really did enjoy this a lot. Um, but it was, it was like frustrating to see everyone, but it did like a lot of the characters who were saying are were irrelevant kind of start to just like fade away and it wasn't because they were fading away because they were like did something bad or whatever i also think it's kind of realistic in the sense that like their girls are just kind of like they're kind of fed up with it and they kind of just like and, and same with the guys like they're kind of just like each one they're like well i'm going on a date with someone else they're like oh i'm going to go to this party and they're like we just like showed up and they're like why are you here and they're like you know um the other guys are like Oh, can we come? And he's like, she's like, no, you can't. Like, this so is not. Funny. 
It's really funny. <laughs> you want to call my date? No, that's not. That okay. made me laugh so hard. Her just being like, what are you guys doing here? Come inside. Oh, I think you should go. Yeah, you can't and go with me. It happens twice in a row with two different. It's of, so uh, good. It's so, so funny. Uh, no, her lights are on. That means that she said if her lights are on, that we're free to come up. So let's go up there. What are you guys Jesus. doing here? It's 12. The audacity. The actual the other audacity. Friend, so I don't even remember his name right now. I have to look back at it because I only, like it's the random friend that's like, can I meet your, oh, we don't know him. This gentleman called, can we, can, can we get to know him? And she's like, no. And she's like, actually, no, I need you to, I need you to go. Like I need <laughs> Oh my God, I'm dead. Okay, so I think we um, should, um, as okay. quick as possible, do the cast list. Um, okay. And uh, sorry, David, I didn't mean to take over your hosting duties. Uh, oh, that no, was more just, do. it's more just for uh, time purposes. Yeah. Um, so, Veronica, why don't you start us off so that you can hop, skip, jump to France, if you know what I mean? Just kidding. Understood. Understood. <laughs> oh, me and, Aubrey, me and Audrey, Aubrey, Audrey, 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 me and Audrey are going to go study Jane Austen in Barcelona slash France. That's where we're going. I have to tell her about, <laughs> I, have to tell, I have to talk to her about her, her Bob. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, okay, cool. I had Tom Townsend. I want to cast Penn Bagley in it just because I love. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I just think that he's the type of, he's very much like, he like kind of fell into it. And I think that, Dead. It's it's exactly like that, but it's a little bit darker, and we've seen more dark dark side to him. And I think because of like you, that I think he'd yeah. be really good. Not Gossip Girl funny, not dark like you, but like kind of in a, in a. I think I think he's genuinely very funny. I've seen it when you watch him in other stuff, and I just think that would be really cool because I think you is ending. So Penn, if you're listening and you need another project, you know who to call because we shall help you. Um, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I guess we all should just quickly say that we all definitely think this should be rebooted and basically like keep it I honestly think you kind of just keep it the same but do it in like a wet hot American summer way where we just got a whole new cast just coming in hot doing the thing. Huh? I can see um, it. I think it works really amazingly and um even if it, we made it a hilarious you know, 2023 version of a debutante lifestyle or a rich right. lifestyle. I think it works really nice. Um, this is what Euphoria wants to be, in my opinion. <laughs> this is what Euphoria and the new Gossip Girl wanted to be. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Veronica. Continue. Oh, that's okay. Um, does anyone have any other Toms? Well, I'm yes, just, I do. Um, so I, for Tom, I had Nat Wolf. Oh, that's nice. Nicely done. That's a good one. That's a good one. So it's kind of funny that both of you guys are like, Tom is annoying uh, because I casted someone who I find annoying, even though I think he's amazingly talented. (laughs) And that's Mr. Ben Platt. (laughs) But uh, pitch perfect Ben Platt, not Evan Hansen Ben Platt. Although I guess they kind of. Pitch perfect perfect Ben Platt is incredible. Who's hysterical. Go back to comedy, my boy. You're too funny. You're too funny for this sad gay shit. Okay, anyway. Okay, so um, then uh, the next one is, do you want to just do Audrey, um, Veronica? Uh, yeah. 
Who do I think would be a good Audrey? I just Somebody think... Somebody that really wants to get dicked out. <laughs> Holly, ever since you said that's She all did. Popcorn. Uh, I stand by. I, I need a minute. I'm gonna... I just... I was not expecting somebody on this podcast actually use that phrasing. In this movie? <laughs> In this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I stand by all my hot takes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm blushing. Um... Yeah. I mean, I just, that's what I thought. Okay, anyway, Veronica, sorry. No, I just love the phrase. It's just incredible. I just... I mean... I did not see it coming. I'm sorry, but, wait. Uh, oh, Veronica. Go for Audrey, uh, David. Can you give me your Audrey? Sorry, give me one second. Yeah, so, uh, for Audrey, I had Sophia Lillies. I thought she'd be perfect for that role. Oh, shit. That's nice. Uh, my girl from It Chapter 2, my, uh, my comfort movie during COVID. <laughs> And an incredible, yeah. I, oh, I, I love it. Chapter one a lot. Uh, it's, I, it's a better movie. Uh, but I, I like Ch- Chatter too. Um, but like, she's also from the show that sadly was canceled by Netflix after a season. But it's incredible. Called like, um, I'm, I'm not, not okay, okay with, with this. this. Yes, which was amazing. That's and a she good was movie. amazing. And, and she was just in a movie that I did not think was going to be good, but I loved called Dozen Dragons, like the, the new movie that came out. It's actually, and she's amazing in that too. That she's was a pretty awesome. good movie. That was a good movie. Okay, for my Audrey, I have, and I'm not going to say it right, but I'm going to do my best. Let's go. My Trey Ramakrishnan, who is uh, Davy from Never Have I Ever, if you guys watch that TV oh, show. Oh, that. That's a good choice. She is a star. She is so cute and funny. And um, I think she she's just, she gives off the uh, the smart, but also naive kind of dichotomy that Audrey is, in my opinion. Um, she's such a cutie. <laughs> so, Veronica, uh, uh, did you have? Okay, so I do. That's a good one. That's a good one, Hal. And Dave, I like yeah. your, uh, your pick as well. Um, okay, so this is, like, really random, but, hold on, I have to get her, my, my things are loaded, and my, all my notes are everywhere on, I have about 15 tabs open just on my phone alone, not even cleaning Oh, good, I, I will, I will stall for time with saying a line that I thought was incredible by a character that I, I personally cast, you guys did not have to cast by cast her, uh, so, Cynthia, who is probably the most ingenue of any of the characters um slaps nick in the face and then he's like <laughs> he has like one of the greatest lines i've ever he's like hey don't do that again for me it's not a turn on that was like the great like one of the greatest moments such ever such seen. greatness and then and then he goes to sleep with her and then, like, after all the shit you just talked oh, no, about, not here? Rick, not, not the Rick guy, the, the Nick guy. That's like the one that like uh, is like the sarcastic character throughout the oh, entire Nick thing. Yeah, Nick sleeps with her. Oh, that's what you were saying. Oh, I thought you were saying the Rick character yeah, yeah. that she goes to Sorry. sleep with. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, yeah she's already a, slept with him. Apparently, no, oh, it was it's a turn on. Yeah, he lied. No. we forget. <laughs> Yeah, because then they're playing like that weird truth or dare game with like the cigarette, and they're like, "Oh my god, yeah. this is so revolutionary!" And you're like, "This is so." <laughs> I literally so- don't know. That's what they were doing. I had no idea. Okay, because I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> Basically, it's like their own. They tried to reinvent the game again to be relevant, and it's like so stupid. It's so <laughs> it's silly. So dumb. I love. It. I'm so sorry. So my odd, 
my Audrey, even though I really like her, it's a completely different role. Um, I really, really Love like, um, I had Millie Bobby Brown. No, that's really good. I like that. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. I could see it. God, she's growing up too fast. Just kidding. I know. She's, she's growing already up married, probably. right? She's, she's about to be like cray cray. Yeah. yeah. Well, only because I think that she has such a cool role with stuff that it's completely different. And I thought that Audrey was too... <laughs> It's not really, it's going to sound so mean, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> She's so waspy in this that I'm like, I just feel like no, this is very true. much more depth to it. And I'm like, I just think that Millie is great. And I think that is it a random pair for them to be together? Maybe the each difference is too much with my pen, with my, with pen is my pick, but okay. Um, no, it's great. I love Veronica, it. waspy is not an offensive term. Well, I yeah. mean, if if I got called waspy, I would be I would be pissed off. I'd be like, let me tell you all the reasons why I'm not waspy, and they'd be like, I don't want to hear it, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm kidding. I'm, no, Veronica, I'm, you are I'm in you tears. are not waspy. You are you you are clearly a hornet. I I do not think you have to <laughs> worry about it at all. Does that count as a joke? I, I'm gonna count that as a joke. I guess that was I'm, one of the really best. Bad. I'm that was one of the best I'm, worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Write that on a poster note, and I'm gonna pin it to my laptop, and I'm gonna have me like David said, I was a in a world of wasps, I was a hornet. Yes, you stand <laughs> out, Veronica. If you don't use um, that, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my Cynthia, I had L Fanning. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, that's that really. Not, actually, did you yeah, say for Serena? Yeah. No, uh, I had no, for Cynthia. Cynthia. No, oh, Cynthia. for Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia, the one that slaps Nick and and sleeps with Rick, assuming that's I'm assuming good. that they sleep together by the end of this. Like they've already, if they haven't already slept together when they go there, they're gonna eventually sleep together. And Cynthia is, she's only she has like four lines in this, but she's so entertaining to me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, so yeah, I had, she's got the gossip. Like she's so. She she makes up these rumors about Serena. She's like, I but I don't believe that actually happened. You're like, Girl, yeah. I just that's because I said that. Just, anyway, yeah. and even at the end, even at the end when Nick she, and Rick is shown to clearly be a jerk by literally punching Tom for no reason. He, she like like Tom like he literally punches him for no reason. Um, she's still like, no, I'm gonna stay here. We're probably gonna have sex. I'll probably have sex with his friend too. Cause he's just, I guess, I guess they just have so sex funny. with like, like, cause that's no, the thing with it's this, like so the, gross. it's so gross. That's my point. But the, that's the thing with this film. Like it sets up that connotation that basically like every time Rick has sex, this friend has sex with the same person. Cause like, that's what that conversation of pulling the trainer, which I never heard that expression before, but I've like, never heard it either. Um, uh, I, 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 had to, I was, I was, I was blown. I actually had to pause it and rewind it because I was kind of blown away by how stupid it sounded. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. It's on uh, Wikipedia. It's Um, on Wikipedia as as a (laughs) as a term. Um, It's outdated, I guess. Oh Um, boy! But so like the thing that that's what's amazing about this. That's what's amazing about the Nick character to me in this film because he like they're like no, you just made up a person. No, it was a composite like you do in New York like they do in New York Magazine. He he is this piece of trash. But I just instead of giving one example, I gave a bunch as one example. Like he like he has that amazing <laughs> line, and it's like you're like okay, so this guy probably just like um, is not as bad. But 
every time he's like in a scene, it's revealed that he is actually even worse than you thought. And he's actually just as bad as Nick's describing. And that's what I think is amazing about the Nick character because he actually is out looking for everybody. He's actually helping everybody, but just nobody accepts it. Um, And then until it's too late or whatever, like, and so that's what I just thought that that was another example of why the Nick character is. I love that. The movie as a whole. He's just the movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Uh, Who do you have for Cynthia, David? Uh, so for Cynthia, I had, um, so Lindsay Morgan, who's, uh, so, um, the 100, uh, is a show that I loved for about four seasons and then it became not good, but like, (laughs) um, she's like one of the characters in that, uh, she plays Raven in that, and she is so good in that role. And that role is kind of like it would it's like it's a character that's like much more like of like a badass character but like i think she could bring something that she brought from that character into this role and it would make the cynthia character like more complex or something like like it would add like an ever dimension to her while also she has that ability because she does it in the show to be like really judgmental and like like uh like also like kind of like full of herself and stuff. So I think she would bring a lot to the role. That's really cool. I've never heard of her. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but I, I hope she becomes a star because she's really good in that role. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I have my normal, my fate, one of my favorite actors of all time, Rachel Sennett. She's just unhinged. And Cynthia's oh, that would be unhinged. so good. It's, yeah. It's so too easy. It, it was like, I was like, is this too easy? And then I was like, why not? Because it's not it's, perfect. I've been watching The Idol. I've been watching Shiva Baby again. Why have you been watching The Idol? It's actually why have you put yourself through that? It's utter trash, but it's yeah, it looks so bad. Oh, it's utter trash. But I need look. Everything ended all at once. I need something. Um, Look, Succession, Ted Lasso, Yellow Jackets. All the shows ended last two weeks ago, and. I was like, shit, am I oh, really about shows. to watch this piece of shit show? And you bet I am. But she's in it and she's amazing. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah, I, we, I know Rachel's and, and Elle Fanning is perfect. Those those are both she's great. amazing choices. Um, who y'all got? Uh, who y'all got next? I'm gonna okay, throw so do you want to? Oh, go ahead. Um, Nick, I had Harry Styles. Just then. Oh, oh um, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. Charlie, um, I was going to throw Timothy Chalamet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. The really good. Rick Van Slocker, Slonker. Slonker, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why. It's so random, but I'm doing it anyway. I had, because um, he's, he's sounds so evil, I'm probably going to say he's too well anyway. Nick Kroll, I don't know if there, because just Oh my so, fucking God. <laughs> interesting. He's, uh, he's like so silly and annoying. Um, just like, cause it's got a, you, you can't take it too seriously where enough where it's like, oh, the drama would be there. But then it's just like him is coming and being like, like when she yells out, oh, they just buy panties and throw them around the yard. He's like, yeah. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. Oh my God. I also, that's so, so funny. I think, what did I have? I, I take back my Cynthia. I had as Elle Fanning, 
but I might, because I had it, I actually met her as Sally, because uh, I told you guys I would throw Lizzo in there somewhere, and I want Lizzo to be the girl who's at the beginning, who just, like, goes on a date with a random guy, and we never see her again, or put her in as Cynthia, like, I don't have Lizzo in there, because I don't know why, but I just, the way she said something, where it's like, no, I saw, listen, she kicked it, killed, kicked ass in The Mandalorian, and I kind of want her, because she's so funny, but, like, I just want her just in the world. Um, just because everyone else, again, would be too waspy, and I want her to come in and just be like, y'all are insane. I'm out of here. I'm going on a date with someone. They'd be like, oh, we don't know him. I'd be like, you don't know him. Uh, I'm out. Bye, y'all. Like, bye. I'm like, dead. <laughs> I'm out. Well, uh, so, David, I would have to say that this, I do believe, can be rebooted. Um, I think that it is, I'd be interested to see the style of it. I do think it's very funny. I think it could be very um relevant today <laughs> um, i love all the choices i think it's really funny i think people should go check it out let us know if you what you think and uh, let us know if you agree um make sure to follow us make sure to comment back and we are back we are bold and we are here to rebooty love you we both. are here love you love you bronco thank Mwah. you so much bye see you very soon Okay, that was our incredible Veronica who just dipped and is the greatest and we love her so much. Okay, so we, so she just ran off her list. So David, you, I, you can start wherever you want and just go. Okay. okay. So I'll just I laugh think, at um, everything you say. <laughs> okay, so there, okay, so this character is Jane, and she is the one that the brunette character with the longer hair. Yes. Because um, she's one of the ones that they purposely made less <laughs> um, of a uh, evolved character. Um, right. I feel like um, her, basically her character arc is just like being protective of Audrey. And mm-hmm. then until the very end where she's like, no, guys, you got to get out of here. I'm going on my date now. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is yes. what Veronica just brought up. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And so I had for her, uh, because I, I think, like, I still, like, I think because of the ending, I think she's a good character. Like, I think you then look back on it. She's like, oh, she's basically just, like, here to, like, go through the motions because, you know, Audrey, like, needs, like, help. Uh, like, uh, she needs somebody to be there for her and stuff. And, uh, but it's not really her, like, she doesn't really care about it um, nearly as much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I put, uh, I hope I pronounced this right, um, Maika Monroe, um, who is the star of It Follows. Um, oh. Uh, and a lot yes. of other things that she's amazing in. Um, I'm just, I'm blanking out right now, but... He was in this movie uh, with the star of The Bear, um, um, and she's amazing in that, too. Um, Very cool. Yeah, but so um, I thought that she would be perfect because she would bring, like, both the sensitivity and the not caring of it. Like, like she would bring, like, a really good uh, element of both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that was, uh, after everything is the never movie. Um, but like, yeah, so yeah, that was my choice. Uh, cool. who, who did you have? Okay. I got, this one was hard for me because she's 
kind, like you said, she's kind of a more two-dimensional character. But I mm-hmm. chose Lana Condor, who's the star of To All the Boys I've oh, Loved Before, my. dot, 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 the other ones. And she's just really cute. and really, I, I mean, it's more than that, though. It's like she's just really, like, bubbly, but could also be like, but she could nail that kind of turn where she's like, no, yeah. I don't want you here. Get out of here. <laughs> so no, I, really I really, really like her. She's really cool. Um, oh, I'm so excited. So uh, uh, who do you have for Nick? I was really okay. wanting to know. So for Nick, I had a personal favorite of ours. Oh, boy. I had Glenn Powell as Nick because Good. this character is just a Glenn Powell character before Glenn Powell became an actor. It's true. So Glenn Powell should just be this. He's just he's he's incredible. He would bring the exact same amazing our boy. humor to it. He would bring that element of like I like him, but he's so annoying. Like while also being so genuine for some reason. Like it's like this everything that makes Glenn Powell incredible. I think he would bring to Nick. I completely agree. He's our boy. Uh, we will forever be Glenn Powell stands. Um, so I have someone who we also bring up all the time who Veronica may or may not have just brought up. It's it, it, she totally just brought him up. I have Mr. Timote Chalamet. Um, I want to see him be like an, a, a, a douchebag. That's also like a, a goober. If that makes right. sense. <laughs> If that makes sense, because I, I like like I like when he's a douchebag and he's like cool, but I also want him to be really annoying and dumb like and I was having a hard time. I, I'm not going to lie. I also thought of Lucas Hedges uh, for this. No, that's super, really good. He's so goobery. But he was my other choice for um, I had him as he was gonna be, he was my second choice for Tom. He was also my second choice for Tom, but he's done this part so many times that I was like, nah, give him a break. He's other things. Um, yeah. So that's my Nick. Um, that's really good. I, cause like, it would be, I feel like it would be somewhere between his role in Lady Bird and his role in, um, what's the moment that world is about to end. Exactly. Um, Oh, uh, yeah. He'd be somewhere between the one where the world's, Oh, don't, don't. Oh, yes, yes. Don't look up. It would be That's somewhere exactly. between those two roles. Yeah. Don't look up. Timothy Chalamet up. is one, the best, and two, exactly what I'm thinking about. You nailed it. Right. And <laughs> a high key best part of that movie is yeah. Timothy coming in hot. He is amazing at that. Right before the movie. He's amazing in all that. He's, he's amazing, amazing in everything. He's, he's amazing yeah. in everything. Um, um, who's your Rick? Because I'm excited to talk. Okay. About so I think I, I literally, I was, this is one of my most proud ones. I think I yes. have Miles Teller as Rick Von Schlonecker. Very nice. Um, Very I literally nice. do not think anybody would embody this character and make him even more entertaining than <laughs> Miles Teller between what he does and all of his films. I think he would be perfect for this role. You, you, you hit the nail on the head. Okay. So I'm, I've got one, speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, that I'm really proud of, too. Um, Regé Jean Page, a.k.a. the Duke from Bridgerton. He is so funny at being Mm -hmm. a douche. And he's like still so entertaining in that movie so good in dungeons and dragons (laughs) yeah when he's walking and he goes is he gonna walk around the rock oh no he just walked over the rock (laughs) it's so good that is 
the best thing I've seen in a while. Okay. So that's my Rick. Proud, proud to be here. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you want to just do Sally now? Hell yeah. Sally. I have Jenna Ortega because she comes in hot and she's funny, but she's also like, she can do sm- like, I really appreciate her in X, the movie X yeah. where she's not a big role. She's actually like, she's pretty minimal in that movie, but she just really no, nails she's incredible it. In it though. Yeah, she's exactly, so yeah. good. And yeah. she kind of gives off like, I'm like innocence and naivety, but also like <laughs> she can still put her foot down and be like, I'm going to go on this date and you guys can leave. And by the <laughs> way, we don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't know. I, I had a hard time with no, Sally really though, because good. it's kind of a hard turn, but she's also, I, I would, I just love Sally. I would love to play her just for that ending part where she's like, hi guys, what are you doing? Oh, sure. You can come in. Actually, you should go. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. So, yeah. That's such a good casting. I had, yeah. um, I had Chelsea Zhang for uh, my choice. Uh, she is in the show is that a never Netflix show that was canceled way too soon called Daybreak. Um, and she's amazing in it. Um, and she like, she plays this character who is, so it's, it's a little bit of a different role than what she plays in it. Cause she's like, but it's this character that like flip flops between like being like really cool and like not letting anything get to her while also being like this character that like has like a big heart and stuff. And this character for the reasons you said, like kind of flip flops between person, like she's like, uh, in a different way. And so I thought she would bring like a really interesting element to it. I, she's also in, I haven't seen Titans, but I think she's a, one of the main characters in that. Um, but she, um, yeah, I just think she, she seems she real was, cool. I've yeah, never she's seen really her. Good. Um, I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Chelsea. It's, it's, spelled, yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, she's, I, I think she needs to be in more stuff. So I thought that she would, uh, be really good for this, uh, role. For sure. For sure. Uh, okay. So, um, next we have, oh, okay. I think you, did you do Charlie? I did not do Charlie. Okay, I, I didn't do Charlie. I think yeah, you're okay, going to so we'll do that one. I, I, I think I, you're going to like mine. I'm, I'm so excited because I I think there's a mild chance we might have chosen the same person. I no, there's no. Chose, but we'll no, see. I don't think there is oh, okay. actually because okay. I struggled real hard <laughs> okay. with Charlie. Uh, you probably have a better choice than me to be real. But I chose Lewis Pullman, a.k.a. Bob from Top Gun Maverick. I don't know okay. if you Wait. do you remember so it's Bob? Been, it's been a while since I saw it. So I'm trying He's to remember the one who's Bob like. He's the one who they're like, he's a nerd. He's got glasses, but he is in the, he's like, he's the partner of the girl. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just looking it up to make sure that I'm thinking of the same person, but yeah, I think he was, they make fun mm-hmm. of him. Cause they're like, your name's Bob and your call name is Bob. And he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I love this character. Um, I'm just, uh, let me see. Okay. So it's, it's a very uh, urban character. Very, it's a very, it's a very type of guy. Um, is uh, oh boy, okay, let's see. Also, I dedicate this choice to Veronica. Oh, why does she love Top Gun Maverick? Because she loves Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) Did she, 
did she like the first one a lot too? Or I don't know. Just, we should the, the, we should ask. We'll her. talk yeah, about that on the next pod for sure. On the next yeah, she because she loves that. But yeah, this is who I was thinking of. Yeah, he's that's such a good choice. Who's um, your guy though? Because brown, I struggle. Brown, 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 brown. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I love it. Um, okay, so I this I actually forgot. This is actually the one that I was like, this is amazing. This should just happen automatically. So. Uh, this was actually my proudest one. I had Jack Dylan Grazer as uh, as oh, um, yes. the, the kid from Very it, good. who's incredible in that, and him and Finn Wolfhard Finn Wolfhard just steal every scene they're in together. And he, and then I saw him. He's even good in a movie. Like I saw the new Shazam film. And yes. he is by far the best part of that thing. Like he really it, is. It, he's so good in it. He's just so funny in everything he's in. And it's, and he always plays this type of character. So I think if he played this character, I don't even think you'd have to wait until the end of the film. I think this character would be instantly lovable. Like you just love it because his his way of playing him would just be like it would be so entertaining. Like he'd just be like, oh no doing question, like, like just be so amazing. So yeah, I had uh, Jack Dylan Grazer for those reasons because I just I no think he was born question. to play this role. Like I literally think this is like he was born to play this role. I I completely agree. That's that's a fantastic choice. Um. I the only okay, other two so, I have are Fred and Serena. Okay, so Fred is the drunkard. Yes. And I struggled with him because I actually like I wished I'd seen more of him in the movie. I really liked him. Um he was really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, that's not I, I didn't mean that rudely. That's like that's like his character. Oh, it's not rude. I, I, that's uh, not rude. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't think that was rude at all. It makes sense. Um, uh, so my Cynthia, uh, I'm sorry, not Cynthia. My Serena is uh, Hari Neff, who is a really fucking cool actress. And she was in You. She was the uh, know-it-all like student, fellow student of Beck in season one who ended up dating the, uh, the guy who... Uh, j- Oh, is it Joe? Is his name Joe? Um, the the guy character? who, yeah, the main character, isn't it Joe? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm losing my mind. Um, the guy who Joe worked with at the bookstore, she ends up oh. dating him. Okay, well, he was my favorite part of that show. And I, I mean, yes. And I just on this character. Um, so, uh, yeah. what would you say? What'd you say? I know who you're was? talking about. I know, I know we're on the same page. The girl <laughs> who dates him in season yeah, one. What, no, what, what's the name of the actress? Uh, Hari Neff is the girl, and she H A R I N E F, and she's also in the Idol. <laughs> she's the Vanity Fair journalist in the Idol, and she just comes in and just eats up the scenery and is so oh yeah, she's really good, yeah, incredible yeah. and so kind of um, goddess esque. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but she just comes in and she's just luminous and beautiful. And I just think Serena needs a little bit of that because you kind of end up hating her because she's a bitch. But also she she, like kind of. But again, like all these characters are jokes. And so I think Hari Neff would like be in on the joke because the whole thing in Vanity Fair is she's 
It's it, or Vanity Fair in the Idol. She's kind of playing a similar vibe in a weird way, okay. at least from what I can tell right now. Um, in that trash show, I um, just I still think it's just so funny. Like that's why I was asking why because like it's utter you trash. you you constantly talk about how much you dislike Euphoria, and yet you're watching the next I know. show of his. That's like the same oh, type of David. It's I know, so <laughs> David. It's because these shows come on when everything else is is like dead and. Uh, it's okay there's like a new season of something happening in a few weeks and i'll probably fall off um um, by the way the weekend watching the show miss davis it's incredible oh Uh yeah i hear about i hear good things i need to watch that i also need to finish poker face um by the way side note um the weekend is the worst actor i've ever seen (laughs) he's not good (laughs) David, you need to watch The Idol just to I watch I have him. not seen it yet. I, 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 that's the thing. Like, I just saw the commercials, and I was just like, every, like, I was just like, I just can't watch this. Because, well, like, everything is just, everything's just, I'm going to do something. Yeah, no, it's not even. I'm going to watch you do something. I'm going to do something soon. I'm going to watch you do something I need you soon. to post this, <laughs> because it's not even an exaggeration that that's exactly what the movie is, or what the show is. Really? But, um, but here's the thing. The weekend was good in Uncut Gems playing himself. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. good. So I thought, oh, this is just him gonna play like a crazy version of himself. No, he is so bad and just is it. such a such a goober. Like I can't explain it, but you gotta see it for yourself. Um Incredible. but um okay, <laughs> but then Fred, so I have uh, yeah. Mr. Oh wait! So oh wait! I, I didn't. I didn't oh, take sorry, yes. for that yet. Um, oh, go for Serena. My bad. Oh, oh for Fred. Yeah. I so um speaking of scream stars, I had Samira weaving for this. Um, she's only in. She's only in one of them for about five minutes, but she is she incredible. Looks like Serena, and, and she would be. She literally plays this type of character in battle. I like in like most of what she's in. Um, yeah. And so like. I just, I think she would crush it. And I just, she's an amazing actress. I just think she's she amazing. Destroy this. She is incredible. Um, I completely agree. So Fred, I, um, I had a hard time casting him, uh, but I ended up going with this guy named Benjamin Norris, who, if you watch Never Have I Ever, he's Trent. He's oh, he's the, incredible. Yeah. He's amazing. He's so funny. He would also be a good, like, uh, Nick type, even though Nick is like, overly you know who else would be good for nick is the guy who plays ben in never have i ever the know-it-all yeah. kid no see that's what um, that's who i thought you were talking about for a second i got i got ben confused with uh i was like oh yeah ben would be great for both of those roles he, um i was i wanted to but i was like he's too easy and i've already got um matrey in there and so I was like, I don't want to. Oh yeah, this do guy's this. good. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, but Trenton never have I ever is so funny and mm-hmm. can play goofball and um, yeah, kind of good. party boy really nicely. And so I wanted to, I wanted to throw him in the bunch. Um, but that being said, Fred's kind That'd of an open ended really guy for me. Um, also, the kid, the the guy that plays Eddie in Stranger Things might be really interesting. As uh, he might think like oh, really yeah. interesting this character too <laughs> absolutely absolutely um, i had a brain fart because i thought you meant eddie and it and i was like you already chose jack dylan oh, yes, but you yes. meant eddie and stranger things and that's a whole different thing <laughs> eddie eddie and both of those always just my mind just incredible. is blowing up um, um that's okay, all so i got that one, 
For that one, oh, I had yeah. for Fred, I had uh, I had Mason Gooding Jr. Uh, speaking of Scream, so I good. He would be amazing as this role because I think so good. I think it would basically like I think with lines like he has like like this like in the core four line and Scream is just a grow. I feel like he would just improvise some stuff. Yeah, and they would just be like, we need to make this character bigger just to give him more screen time. And so I think the Fred character would just naturally get more screen time because this guy was playing. I just thought he would bring like a really interesting element to it. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was my choice. Love for it. it. Um, I didn't realize until I literally just looked him up. He's the son of Cuba Gooding Jr. I never Hell realized yeah. that. Oh, you didn't um, know that? Oh yeah. No, I just assumed it was like a common last name. Like I never really. Uh, um <laughs> well that's fair that's fair but um no, no no but like i just i didn't even like because they don't even like i just i just never made a connection i was like he he had a son i have no idea that's funny um but he's so good like i just like he's also in love love Sign love victor is the tv show and he's like he's in love victor okay yeah he plays a horrible guy i like well i don't know <laughs> if you're he's he's so obnoxious i don't know if I, I just watched the first season. Um, mm. So maybe he get, I feel like they purposely make him so that he'll become more likable. And as it go on, but yeah, he's the opposite of his character in scream and what I've seen of that show. Um, I'm dead. <laughs> um, but okay. Let me see. I thought there was possibly one other one, but maybe that's it. Yeah. I, I think, think that's, that's it. it. That's everybody. I got at least. I, I, I think, uh, oh, we never got a comment on uh, Veronica's, but hers were absolutely incredible. She did an yeah. awesome job yeah. with it. Awesome. Uh-oh. All right. Um, Final yeah. thoughts, I think. Uh, uh, so, start. David. Me start? Okay. Um, I loved it. I want to watch it again. It's really inspirational to me because it's just a perfect uh, kind of a straddle of like a joke and also an actual interesting story of a very interesting world even and it's also kind of weirdly a commentary on just kind of what succession said at the end of succession which no spoilers no i won't but no 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 no. this isn't really a spoiler but to quote the end of succession we are all bullshit and i think that that kind of sums up in a way more delightful but also really interestingly like empathetic way um and I just, I, David, I just, I'm reminded of how much I love you and your writing and your characters. And this is not me kissing your butt, but I just actually mean all this. I just am, it just really amped me up to like get to, to keep, keep writing this kind of stuff because it really is amazing to watch. And I cannot wait to either watch this reboot or some just watch the new genre of it kind of take place in modern day, which is, I think David's going to be like the leader of it, honestly. (laughs) Um, I just want more of it. And I, I'm excited to watch it again. And uh, that's, that's basically it. I, I freaking love this movie. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Hallie. That is beyond kind. You are wonderful. And if you, if you don't if you don't know the name Hallie Platts or you don't know the name Veronica Murphy, you will because they'll write they're incredible at writing, at acting, and they'll be the next thing that you're looking at on your TV screen or film screen or stage or 
that's the only three that I have. Oh, but bro. yes, you the best. But yes, absolutely. To all of that. Um, you guys are incredible. And so I very much appreciate all of the kind words. I'm glad that, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that you're a fan of what I do. Um, and yes, yeah, so my final thoughts on it are, um, so it's a movie, um, it has characters, um, there's a story, uh, there's direction, there's, uh, shots in it, there's, um, there's a wonder weaving of worlds untapped and a loving look at lives Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. You have like a question or something that I could like comment I'm dead. on. I just think, say. why do you love it? Why do you love it so much? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play soft really... jazz underneath that, though. I'm going to find some <laughs> soft jazz. Soft jazz it up. Soft um, jazz it up. Uh, so I, I love it because. Like, it's a movie that I think you can, like, each time I've seen it, um, I went away with it, from it with a completely different outlook and a different appreciation for different things. Like, it's a movie that you could watch because it, uh, because it says a lot um, while also, like, just being very entertaining and, like, whimsical in the way, it, like, 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 the the writing is so witty and the characters like are so childlike <laughs> while they're dealing with like problems like it's like um and so i just think you could go away with it from the film every time you see it with a different thing and like a different outlook and i think that's what's really interesting about it because i think it's so hard to do especially given like the uh fact that it's like it's so I'm going to talk about a movie for a sec that has nothing to do with this film, but a never favorite of mine. I'm just going to say the entire Bill and Ted's trilogy. And Amazing. like, cause, cause the thing with those movies is like, when you first see it, it takes you a minute to get into what you're watching. Like, cause like it's you, like for a very different, like this thing, it takes you a minute to get that. It's not, that it's a joke. And like that, like you're not supposed to take any of this seriously while also like still being able to care deeply about these characters, like um, with like the Bill and Ted movie, it takes a while to get into like the way of talking and to get into like the sense of humor. And then like in both of these things, like after you see it once, if you then go back and see it, like uh, you, it's one of those rare films. that's actually better if you go back and see it and know what you're watching. Whereas so many films, like after you see it once, it's not as good the second time. Uh, these, th- th- those movies I think are special and this movie. And I think all of Whit Stillman's work in general is special because it actually gets better when you see it multiple times. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's just a really special movie for those different reasons. And um, I just think, like we're casting the reboot. I don't think it I don't think it could have been casted better when it came. Like I think that like they got the perfect actors and that like none of them are big names. Like eventually the character and the actor that I just want to see and like everything 
and I'm just kind of sad that he's not in as much, um, is the only one that actually started to be in stuff because of this film. Uh, and that's the guy that played Nick. Um, uh, and I'm, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name for a sec. Just give me one sec. Uh, it's, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was what I thought. Yeah. So it's, uh, Chris Eigerman. Um, and like, I just think he is amazing in this and he should be in even more stuff. Like he should have like a comeback or something. Cause he needs to be in even more stuff than what he, but he's basically like, he was in this movie. That's the first film by a director who everybody loves called, uh, I mean, like a lot of people are big fans of Paul Thomas Anderson. He's in his first movie kicking and screaming. Um, and he's, he scene steals that film away as well. And so, but he's the only one of these actors that, well, the guy that played Charlie also, um, like had, uh, had like a pretty good career. Um, but for the most part, um, or not Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, what, what's the name of, uh, Greta Gerwig's, uh, husband? Noah Baumbach. Um, the first Noah Baumbach movie, um, uh, is like, uh, uh, kicking and screaming. And, he, and he's, he's one of the stars and he's amazing in that too. But like, aside from him and the guy that played Charlie, like not many of these actors uh, went on to do very much after his film. And I just think it's like, um, just kind of sad. Cause like, I think that they all are really good. Um, but yeah, so that's why I think is another thing that's amazing about this movie is the casting choices. And then the writing of course is incredible. And the directing of course is incredible, but yeah. Um, I think if you go into this film knowing that it's going to be a joke and that it's like, it's a satire, then it's even better because like you don't expect to care about characters as much in a satire, but that's what's special about it. Like it's both a satire and a, a, a drama. Like it's, it's a, it's a dramedy in a very interesting way. I completely agree. Um, yeah, we love a good freaking com comedy drama satire hil hilarity ensuing in in New York's rich town. Um freaking love this. All right. Well, I think that's it. And guys, like subscribe, uh follow me on Instagram, uh follow David and Veronica on all the things, Twitter, Insta, and TikTok, and follow Actually, us on Insta. Uh, oh yes. Quick thing um so on twitter my account was hacked and uh all these bitcoins messages were Jesus. sent out to people so i've been disconnected from it until they realized that that wasn't me and that it's like it was a bot but sorry um, bro oh my god david <laughs> david things are gonna pick up from here i swear to god things are getting better okay well that that does it and this was the best time david you're the best i love your rex and okay follow us on instagram rebooty call and follow us on twitter as well and follow me on insta follow david and veronica on tiktok and insta and, insta. and uh veronica also has a tweeter and that's gonna be it we'll see you guys next time and it will not be as long as this past time we promise we promise follow, follow on uh, follow me on youtube and eventually like soon we're gonna have a youtube channel for review yes. as well so 
Hell yeah, hell yeah. We're, we're doing things. We're making moves. We're doing our things. And uh, as always, I, too, love when people wear coats in winter in New York because it reminds me of War and Peace.